The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 103, recorded June 24th, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. I am one half of the podcast team. The other half is... Michael Diaz. Welcome, Michael Diaz. Welcome, Joe. How are you? Nice Father's Day. Yeah, it was very good. Very good. Played some golf. Oh, I thought you said some... nice Father's Day. I did. I love golf. Golf oh, is a very right. zen sport. Yeah. It's very. Well, your mind can't handle the game. I get it. It's fine. No, I can handle it fine. It's just a walk. Golf is a walk ruined. Yeah, it's a very internal game. It's a smart game. Yeah, it's up there with chess. Yeah, it is. Actually. It's not. It's it sure different. is. Of course, man. You you speak of which you not know. You don't play it. So, I've played twice. That's enough to know this <laughs> game. No, 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 no. You no. hit a tiny ball with a crooked stick, and then you go look for the ball. Well, if you hit it the way you hit it, you probably have to look for the ball. I don't have yeah. to look for the ball. <laughs> it's easy to find if it's straight. So there. But this is not a golf podcast. This is... Uh, oh, no, it's not. It's not. Although the U.S. Open was pretty fun to watch. Um, oh, my God. I would <laughs> I would rather watch Flies Fuck than watch the U.S. Well, Open ever. That's too bad that you're such a bitter, angry old man. Get off my lawn, guy. If I was an old man, I'd like golf. Hey, nope. Joe loves golf. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, you're funny looking. Um... so it's it was a good week how about how was your father's day did you guys do anything other than hang out or we uh yeah well i I got some cool gifts but it was most fun we went out to breakfast oh cool which we have not done that i think the last time we did that was january of 2020 right right because we don't go to breakfast often, maybe once a month, if that. And as you know, mid-March last year, everything shut down. and Right. We haven't been out to breakfast since. So it was, you know, don't get me wrong. I like going out to eat like anyone who doesn't, right? Sure. But I love going breakfast. out to breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast is the best meal. It really is. Ron Swanson knows what the hell he's talking about when it comes yeah. to breakfast. Yeah. It is the best meal. It's my favorite it really meal. So yeah, good we, dinners, uh, but, but breakfast is great. We'll start a breakfast podcast. <laughs> what no you do? Other this way you one, just play golf, right? Because <laughs> no one listening to this one. No, kidding. Um, all right. Well, there's not a lot of news this week. Uh, the new suicide trailer dropped, which I watched it in. I'll say it again. I said it the first time when I saw the teaser. Um, meh, I don't care. I'll watch it. I'll go see it. But really? there's nothing. What? What? Okay, Guardians two point eight. What? I mean, we have a Groot type creature, which is a weasel or a raccoon. Like it's just a stupid shark. Like I, it, done. I nope. No, I'm into it. I'm a hundred percent into it. Why? Maybe, give me, give me reasons for why. Like, what is so great? There's nothing looks like so amazing that I have to rush out to see this movie. I'm going for the humor. I'm going for everything that is James Gunn. Okay, which, well, I'd, rather, I'd rather see Guardians of the Galaxy because it'll be better. See, that's the thing. Uh, I This is my secret shame. It's not even a secret shame. When the first Guardians of the Galaxy came out like seven years ago, I enjoyed it, but not like everyone else did. For me, the best movie that summer was um, Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise movie. Right, you talked about that last podcast, yeah. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. I thought it was highly entertaining. They took a, a B grade superhero team and made hundreds of millions of dollars, and people loved it. And I don't, 
I don't, you know, anyone that loves it, that's fine. I don't look down on them. I enjoyed it too. I just didn't like it like everyone else did. And everyone else also seemed to love Guardians it was, 2, which it was great. I admit, I like Guardians 2 better than 1. Oh, I don't. We're opposite. Oh, I, I, I like 2 better than 1, I think. But, again, I mean, it was, like I said, I enjoy it. I just don't think I enjoyed it like everyone else. So, for me, you know, when I first got into comics, some of my first comics were G.I. Joe, okay, Punisher, uh, Green Lantern Corps, and Suicide Squad. I read Suicide Squad when John Ostrander, was it John Ostrander, I think? O-S-T-A-R-A-N-D-E-R? Ostrander? I don't know how to say his name. Anyhow, he went off to write a bunch of Star Wars comics for Dark Horse, but he ran that title for years. I want to say a good three, four years he wrote that title. And it's it holds a very special place in my heart, those old comics. So I went and saw the first Suicide Squad, hoping to get a glimpse of what I saw in those comics. And I, I mean, you want to talk meh, the first Suicide Squad is, ugh, it's not even meh, it's, it's bad. Right. Did you like it, the first one? No, it's okay. Like, I, again, I don't have any ties to, like, I didn't go into it thinking it has to be great. Um, so, like. It wasn't a comic I followed, nor that I cared about. So there were some fun parts to that movie. I, I like Will Smith in it. He does a fine job. I liked a little bit of Batman in there. Um, and I liked Harley Quinn, and she was good in it. Not not the actress. I mean, yes, Margot Robbie's the actress. I don't mean that. But I mean, like the character of Harley Quinn right. in the movie. I thought it was good. Didn't really mind the Joker that much. Could have used more. I know a lot of people didn't like the Jared Leto. I have no problem I, with the Jared Leto Joker, to tell you the truth. It was fine. It was it was fine. Like I wasn't upset that I spent the money to go see it. How's that? I was. <laughs> I've seen a lot worse. Oh yeah, I've seen way worse. Like uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. The funny thing you, is, I, I actually own that on Blu-ray. You probably haven't even opened. No, I have. I uh, uh, just because I love the Green Lantern Corps so much, I really wanted that movie to be better than it was and it wasn't but anyway point is yeah you had no tie to suicide squad so i did right if you yeah if you had characters i'm sure it was terrible worse than anything because i i had none so it was fine well this movie it's not a reboot but it's a soft reboot right i don't know the first one was all it was called suicide squad this one's called the suicide squad right it's kind of like fast and the furious the fast and the furious and then it's fast and furious then it's right F, then it's like starts again at Fast and Furious for four, and then it's Fate. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard fate, to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because in the seven ones, what Furious Seven? I don't know. I just watched Fast and Furious Seven, so that'll be my geek this week later. <laughs> but anyway, the first one was a disappointment. This one looks to be much more like the Suicide Squad I had hoped for. I was even happy to but like agree. even the jokes weren't even good in the preview. So like the starfish joke, that's not funny. That wasn't funny at all. Well, you see, okay. I that joke wasn't hilarious, no. It's but stupid. It's a pure stupid. I want to see if they pull off Starro as an effective bad guy. That is another old DC villain. Okay. Who's a starfish? That it's offspring, these little starfish, they land on your face and he controls your mind. So I don't know if that's what's going to happen in the in the movie. But the fact, you know, in the first trailer or second trailer, whichever one it was, you know, some guy goes, we've got a kaiju. Yeah, they're going to have a giant starfish running around. I'm in for it. I think it looks funny. I think it looks hilarious. Wait, you don't you don't think that joke about if, if this entire beach was covered in dicks? I, you don't remember that joke? That was a funny joke. I don't know. See, I, I'm hyped. I mean, Idris Elba, I like. So, he looks oh, yeah. interesting. Um, but I just don't, there's just, there's nothing for me here. <laughs> like, I don't know the character, so like, I don't care. I just don't care. Other than 
um, Margot Robbie, you know, you know, Harley Quinn is one I know, but Birds of Prey sucked even worse than Suicide Squad. So it's not getting any better. (laughs) Put it that way. They're not getting many better, which tells me that the characters probably aren't that great anyways. No, they're great characters. I mean, Harley Quinn, I mean, she's only in the recent iterations of Suicide Squad. If they did, I mean, Amanda Waller is a fantastic character. If they had used Deadshot better, I mean, Will Smith did fine. But Deadshot is a great character in the comic. There's Bronze Tiger. There's Cap. I mean, they hardly use Captain Boomerang at all. In the Who's the one. character from Green uh, Green Arrow? What do you mean? Was that Deadshot too, as well? Yes, yes, that was also same Deadshot. guy. Yep. Right. Yep. They used yep. him in Arrow, and that was they actually used yeah. the Suicide Squad. But then, uh, but that was Dead. Him. It was the same character name, right? Yes. And in the comics, Deadshot is usually a white guy. So, but Will Smith's obviously a huge name. So, if he wants to play Deadshot, well, it doesn't matter, Deadshot. right? Huh? Yeah, it's fine. Doesn't I mean yeah, that doesn't it matter, doesn't, but it doesn't bother me. Um, so, like I said, for me, this looks like the Suicide Squad I should have seen in the first one. So I'm happy, and I, I'm more excited about this than I am Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh well. You are not the smart one on the podcast, so we'll have that some leniency there. What? There's no way that I would rather see this than the next Guardians. No way, no oh, how, yeah. zero 100%. zilch. No way. 100%. A, it's DC, which they don't get anything right yet. Whoa, 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 whoa. The first one, Wonder Woman was fantastic. It was good. Uh, Very good. Aquaman, they actually made entertaining. I liked it. So right, I liked it, but it's not perfect. Right but... but they haven't pushed it like Marvel. Come on. Do not put them both on the oh, same level now. I'm not going to. I would never make that claim. But right. saying they never get it right is different. Right. And, and two Suicide Squad movies down and they're both not good. Like there's no. And Wait, two how, Guardians how of the Galaxy. I haven't seen it yet. I saw two Suicide Squad movies. Well, Birds of Prey is the same fucking movie. Um, well, that that was a mistake. Just trying to give Harley Quinn a vehicle because. The real Birds of Prey does not have anything to do with Harley Quinn. They should have done that, but they didn't. Right. So that's two that are bad, and there's two Guardians of the Galaxy movies that are great. Well, I so, wouldn't go great. They're yeah, great. Pretty good. Yeah. You can tone it down all to to, me, to fit your argument, but you, you don't have a leg to stand out of this one. You're talking about you're DC has to prove DC has to prove it, and Marvel has to continue it. Right, but your argument is the two uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies are great in your words, written and directed by James Gunn. Why wouldn't you think he couldn't strike gold here as well? He could. With a, with possibly stronger characters. He could, but I don't think the characters will be stronger, but we'll see. I think so. Because I also, Peacemaker is a, a really weird character. And I think John Cena is going to play him perfect. Whereas as fucked up the character as he is. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I Part of it, too, is I don't like the costumes. They look more clowny. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. On to the next thing. This will be fast because there's not much to talk about. They show the first uh, images of the Shazam movie, which is called Fury of the Gods. Um, now, you, did you see the Shazam movie? No. I started it and fell asleep. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's way better than it's. I would say it is the second or third best DC movie that's been made. I've heard good things. I, it's one of those things. I'm like, I need to watch it. And I just haven't. Yeah, it's good. It's good in the old old style way. Kind of like it's kind of like if Big were a superhero. Well, but you sold me right there. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so, it's more fun. It's not it's not has to be super dark, but it's basically if Big were a superhero. That's basically it's awesome. There's some fun stuff going on there. That. Yeah, and all we saw, I mean, the big news here is just that the costumes, we get to see a bunch of, I'm assuming, different Marvels. Well, do they call yeah. them Marvels in the movie? Yeah, you have to watch the first movie, then this will make more sense to you. Okay. Um, This is assuming you've seen the first movie, so you should do that. And then there's uh, some photography of Helen Mirren and her character, Hespera. Gotcha. 
Uh, I think I guess, the only reason they put this out is because uh, the costume designer was like, uh, I want to get this out before it leaks. Yeah, smart. Or yeah. marketing. Um, Lucy Liu is Calypso. So I don't know these guys. I don't know the, the Shazam universe of, but they're all, you know, um, Hespera and Calypso are daughters of Atlas, and Atlas is obviously part of Shazam, right? Right. Well, That's the A, the first A in Shazam, I believe. Shazam He's a Superman clone, and he wasn't supposed to be. I mean, right. The only reason he's part of the DC universe is because DC bought out was it Carlton Comics? I don't know, something long time ago. Whatever you know, in the seventies, whatever comic book company came up with Shazam, which was a Superman clone, they bought him out, and that's how Blue Beetle and the Question and all these different characters Shazam all came into the DC universe. Right. So. But he's pretty badass if you if you read Kingdom Come. Oh, I love Kingdom Come. He was great in Kingdom Come. Yeah, there's reasons, you know. That if they ever make that, that would be, man, DC do a one-off of that. The thing is, I don't know you could just do a one-off. I think, I think what, you know, okay, we're, we're on a tangent here, but the way to do Kingdom Come would be to have had first a decent universe, and then like 10, 15 years later, when all of those stars have aged, maybe even 20, like you bring back like, Michael Keaton, and if he was still around, obviously well, he is not. still around right now. He's going to be not in the next movie. No, no. You bring back Michael Keaton, and if he was still around as well, Christopher Reeves, which he's not. Oh, uh, right, right. Well, but they were saying, in the same movie together, so like in Linda Carter, right? And you get them together right now, and that's how you do Kingdom Come. But you would have 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 to have done that. So if they did a Kingdom Come, you can get Brandon Ruth. Eh, he's not old enough yet. No. Well, they can age up. But the problem is you have to have a very successful universe first, which DC does not have. I think then after seeing Joker, I think you can do a one-off and just tell everybody it's set in the future and, and it's all new people. Like I could see a ton of great actors playing in that. I think you'd build better if you had actually had a successful universe and then. I mean, that. outside of the accent or the way he talks, like Sylvester Stallone would be a cool Dark Knight Return guy. Yeah. I don't know. His face is awfully melted looking. Too much creatine. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. But he'd be that age. Like, that would be a cool, like, a guy that's clearly been through a lot, right? And, right. You know, bulky. Even even if they did it in five years and brought back Christian Bale, that'd be cool. He ain't doing that. I know. He's done. But he's going to be in the new Thor movie, so I'm excited there. Yeah. So that looks good. Um, and then later on tonight, yes, as we record, this is going to happen tonight during the NBA. I don't know if it's the first finals game or if it's a still a playoff to the finals. I'm not sure. I don't, follow, I don't follow the uh, worst sport on the planet. Um, what? Oh, my God. You, you like golf, but you don't like basketball? You need to tell me why I don't need to watch the last five minutes of basketball, and that's it. Well, you make a big point, a pretty good point there, actually. It's fun to watch the last five minutes. I don't need to watch the other 55 before it because it's meaningless. And if the last five minutes is a blowout, the game sucked. And the last, five minutes ta- the last five minutes takes 35 minutes. I don't know. See, I watched Golden State Warriors. And even though they didn't, you know, do very well this year, watching Steph Curry be a one-man basketball team through all four quarters it can be impressive. Yeah, I can watch that on ESPN and see the highlights. I don't That's need to waste, want, I don't need to waste an hour. Yeah, actually, they're not, they don't make the highlights for golf because they're not worth watching. Oh yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> golf is the only game you can't fix, Michael. You can't fix golf. What do you mean you can't? Yes. What do you mean you can't fix it? Can't fix it. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. The guy you can't like bet and like fix a game like you can in the NBA or NFL or baseball or hockey. You can have it Someone fixed. Could, could throw a match. They can throw it, but you can't bet on the guy. And you, there's no guarantee the guy is going to make his golf shot. Well, yeah. That's why you can't fix it. So you can bet all the money you want on somebody, and get and no one stops them from hitting their shot. Now, if you had like defenders that hits a golfer before he swings, that's a little different. But it doesn't work that way. So there. Anyways, Shang Chi trailer. Shang Chi. The Shang-Chi trailer will drop tonight. And there's a there's a teaser of it if you go to their Instagram. Um, I'm looking forward to this movie a lot. 
I, I, I've always liked martial arts. I've always liked, um, that kind of genre and I'm super looking forward to this in, uh, the Marvel universe. Well, I'm all in. I mean, it would have been cool. Uh, if they could have brought him in like Jet Li or Jackie Chan in some small role. Yeah. But I'm right there with you. I do like a good Kung Fu film. You brought up Jackie Chan. I'm going to bring him up later. Okay. Um, so you can bring the next piece of news out because I have no idea what it is. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, trailer, if you look on YouTube, for Aliens Fireteam Elite, a new video game coming out across, uh, I think, Xbox and PS. PlayStation and Xbox, I don't think it's coming to Nintendo, but Fireteam Elite, it's a... It's a, it's a swarm game, you know, hordes. So it's not like a first-person shooter where you go off and, you know, like Call of Duty and kill each other in the alien universe. Mm-hmm. It's just literally, you can play online with a couple of three, four people, I think, and you create a fire team and you try to survive as long as possible if aliens try to kill you. That's all the game is. All right. And you're looking forward to this. This is what you're going to buy it or? Oh, okay. So here's the deal. <laughs> yes, I will buy it. But Joe's going to laugh. No you way in hell makes this game. Right. Let's face it. There are some games that, yes, I'm going to buy no matter what. Um, But I'm also smart enough. Like I bought, there was a, a few years ago on the Xbox 360. It was Aliens Colonial Marines. And it's a buggy. It's not a good game. But I bought it and I played it co-op with my brother and we beat the game. And we had fun doing it, but I fully admit it's a shit game. Like, <laughs> and we, we did not pay full price for it. In fact, well, as, soon as, as soon as we beat it, my brother, like a few weeks later, he's like, hey, are you gonna, are we going to play this anymore? I said, I might play a couple times. He's like, yeah, I'm going to sell it then. <laughs> coincidentally, there's a game that drops tomorrow that I'm going to pay full price for. I'm going to order it. Um, it's uh, Mario Golf. <laughs> yeah, some people are really into that. Well, it's like three or four different types of games. It's like, you know, regular golf, but then there's like speed golf where you got to beat the other people, got to run. And then there's some other stuff that goes on, but it looks fantastic. And the thing with the Nintendo and the Mario games, like they're not going to drop that price. <laughs> they do. It'll be like, Every it'll be like that. They'll wait a year before they do anything. Oh, anyone. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but Dude, I'm still waiting for a price drop on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah, me too. Tell me when it happens because I haven't bought that yet. There was one around Christmas, and we're probably gonna have to wait until this Christmas till it drops again. Yeah, if it does. I'll let you know. All right. Well, we'll have it. We'll, you'll know here first, folks. <laughs> All right. So our geek this week. Um, I just finished watching Fast and the Furious Seven last night. We uh, yes, we we are fully entrenched here in the Becker household down the uh, the Fast and Furious uh, universe. Can you say that? Yeah. Okay. Um, man, it just, it is even, the seven is way, it, it starts to really get out there. Like it's like dropping cars from planes and <laughs> like just crazy shit. And it is the one where I guess Paul Walker died. I think while it was almost done filming, I was assuming, but he did pass away while he this did, was yeah. being done. Um, and there's a very nice tribute at the end if you watch it. Um, and Jason Statham becomes the bad guy. He is Hobbs and uh, it's fun. It's just a fun movie. And what I wanted when you, when you, you brought up Jackie Chan and I was talking to my wife when we were watching this, I go, you know what I want to see? I want to see Han's dad. And that's Jackie Chan to come like to, uh, to like would be great to bring him into the fast and furious universe to like get some revenge. Wouldn't that be that great? Work. Hey, he was in the first cannonball run. Why not bring him into fast? And right. Furious? No kidding. But he would be awesome to bring it with. They're bringing all these stars in. I think, Jackie Chan would be awesome. Like Han's dad would be great. I, Han is my favorite character. Unfortunately, he's gone for now, from what I understand. But you don't um, watch trailers, do you? No, I know he's back. I just mean, for some reason, oh, okay. he's right now in the universe. He's dead. Yes, but he'll be back. Yeah, I think that guy is a good actor. I, I like how he fleshed that character out. Like he's always eating. Yes, it's just it's, it's hilarious to me. So, no, I I think Fast and Furious peaked at seven. So I think it peaked at six. 
I think it's this is the uh, it started going down at seven, not a lot down, but it's not as good as six. Like it's well, a notch down. I think I think seven got the bump only because they did have that very nice farewell to Brian right. slash Paul Walker. Right. They really could have ended the series there, but they had two more and at least two more coming. And I got a Hobbs and Shaw to watch. Like I don't know where that fits in in the timeline either. It's got to yeah, be after right. eight, I would assume. Yes. So it comes after eight. Yeah, because they got to make him a good guy, and I know that's what happens at eight at some point. Um, Statham, anyways. Right. You either become the hero or live long enough to become the villain. What is it? Die a hero or live long enough to become the villain? Yeah, there you go. The, the opposite way in Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, Loki too, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. So that that was my geek this week. I'm going to try and watch uh, Fast and Furious eight tonight, if possible. Well, my geek this week, I had a bunch. So, number one, Switch, been playing a lot of that. Um, I still haven't bought the online package, but I found out Rocket League, you don't need to buy Nintendo Online to play online. Really? The game is 100% free. Even play, You can even play it online for free. All you right. should get it if you don't have it already. I'll look into it. It's It's, like I said, it's soccer with cars. Right. Oh, that's it's, right. Yeah. And it was funny because I found it like when I, you know, I first got my Switch from you. I downloaded it just because it was free and I'd heard about it. And I started playing it and like three hours later, I was like, I got to stop. I got to put this down. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm still into Link, the Zelda but, game. That's a long great. game. That's a long game. So that makes sense. Well, I'm like not even scratch the surface yet because I'm not as smart as most people. I have to like go 30 times <laughs> in, the, in the area to figure out the puzzle and. Gotcha. But th- for some reason, the Zelda one doesn't make me as angry as like when I play the um, uh, the Star Wars Fallen Jedi. I just get so upset playing Fallen Jedi. It's like some things are so freaking hard. You, it's like God. Oh yeah. Like I would wish it was like if I wish these games that have like really big puzzles. Like after a while, it should just sense idiot mode and know that I'm an idiot and just like <laughs> blink something like hit this. Like, like super. Super Mario Odyssey does that to a degree. If you can't beat a level uh, after so many times, the next time you spawn and start that level, a a guy shows up and says, hey, would you like to buy some extra life? So you effectively double your life from three hits to six. Right. Because, hey, dumbass, you can't get through this level. Without <laughs> but like, you know, if you even playing fall, you haven't played Fallen Jedi yet, have you? No, it's still wrapped up. Yeah, that's I love that game. I, I need to get back into that. Um I'll get to it, but I still haven't finished Battlefield 2. Um or I barely scratched the surface of um Squadrons. I which, touched that remember anyway. I was talking about cheap games yep. that I was gonna buy at some point anyway, and we both bought that for like twenty bucks. And I haven't touched it. <laughs> but, well fine for you, but had I waited just a little bit longer, it's it's I free know, this they, month. Yeah, I know. For you, it's like five bucks for me or something. Four ninety nine. Still, that's not bad. Right. Oh, in other news, did you see your favorite company just ripped completely ripped off Apple? <laughs> like everything, <laughs> basically, huh? Who's my favorite company? Microsoft. Oh, shut up! They're not my favorite company. <laughs> well, you have a Windows machine. Well, yeah, work gave me one. <laughs> yeah, but you would buy one anyways. You wouldn't buy an Apple. Well, yeah. I, well, funny you should say that. Well, tell me your joke first, and I'm going to tell you something. Nothing. They released Windows 11 today. It looks exactly like 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 Mac from like five years ago. Like, oh, for real? Yeah. Like, they ripped everything off. Well, they always have. Well, the first Windows was actually, they stole uh, Xerox's operating system. No, Apple did. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's and right. then Microsoft stole Apple's. Gotcha. Uh, I actually bought a Mac this week. Oh, wow. For not for you. No, no. Nope, daughter's going to college. She was looking at computers. So why don't you buy a Chromebook? What the hell does she need a Mac for? She doesn't need a Mac, but it's what she wants, and she graduated high school. I I hundred percent told Shay. I said, listen, four or five hundred bucks on a Mac on a um, Chromebook. It's going to do everything. You she should needs. have told me because I would have sold my uh, this is my, well, <laughs> the podcast, but I would have uh, at my thirteen inch MacBook Pro. Well, that to you. for how much? Probably about 800 Yeah, that's what we spent. Oh, okay. 
actually 900, but we bought, we bought the brand new M1 Mac Air. Okay. And we watched all the reviews. And no, it's great. That M1 chip is the best. Yeah, that's why we got it. We looked at, we, believe me, we've watched, I watched hours of reviews. Yeah. And every reviewer basically came and said, yeah, the previous good. Air was not so great. The yeah, M1 Air, Air is good. It's fucking great. It's a good machine. So I appreciate the uh, idea, the offer, even though it's after the fact, but we got to that. So we should be here next week, but we're totally off topic as to what's going right. to be this week. So Switch, like I said, uh, NBA 2K21 was four seventy nine for a digital yep. download. So I bought that. I'm not, I haven't played it yet because I need to get an SD card. If it would have been FIFA 21 for that, I'd have been all over it. But I don't like basketball, so there's no reason to buy it. I know. We, we know. We've we established like that early. I don't like, I don't like uh, golf. You, golf. But you like, you, like golf, you like soccer. I know you do. I do. I don't know. I never played a soccer game, so I couldn't. Oh my it. god, FIFA's great. I heard good things, but um, so I bought the NBA 2K. My brother and I are end up playing each other, and I'll get very mad. We used to play the old NCAA uh, games together, uh, the football games, and he beat my ass so bad I just I sit down the controller and leave the room. <laughs> That's so mad. So anyway, other than that, my geeks this week, uh, I'm almost done with Vision Volume Two. It's a really good comic. You should read it. Um, highly recommend Tom King and. Uh, Gabriel is it Gabriel Walta who does the art? You're asking the wrong guy. Okay, sorry. Very good book. Uh, Walta, the same guy that did um, uh, the Sentient book that came out with Jeff Lemire last year. And then, last but not least, because it was Father's Day, it was my one opportunity to force my children to watch my favorite movie of all time. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Was Aliens? Oh, Aliens. Sorry. Was the 40th anniversary of Raiders? I think that's week. Yes. They've already seen that. They had never seen Alien, and I knew it was my one shot. Alien or Aliens? Aliens. Gotcha. I thought about making them watch Alien, but I'm like, even though they haven't seen it, I told them the whole concept. This is what the monster does. Maybe they'll watch Alien now at some point, but Aliens is more of an action movie, Mm -hmm. and I figured they'd be into that more, and they were. They both enjoyed it, even though at first they're like, oh, you're because watch your movie. I'm like, it's Father's Day. This is all I'm asking. Watch this So when Aliens, side note, when Aliens came out, I was working at a theater in Westland, Michigan that's no longer there called the Quovadas Theater. And um, with some great friends that it it became over time. And and, uh, Aliens came to the movie theater. And the the head usher, um, his name is Jim. He was great. He, he he put together every. He helped everybody make costumes as we're all one of the, one of the military guys. All the greens. Yeah, and then he made uh, latex um, face huggers. Shut up. Oh yeah, and when we would open up the nine o'clock, the first night we opened up the the nine o'clock film, um, we shut off all the lights in the lobby as people were waiting because there was a bar down the lobby too. It was one of the only theaters that actually had a a real bar, so they're waiting and he you know made the lights flashed and they like carried me with a face mat uh, thing on my face and they like all the ushers grabbed me like with their uniforms and ran to the theater and like oh my god you know they played up like a little sketch kind of thing before we and then we let everybody into the movies it that's awesome great. it was great we had that was for those if there's any young kids out there listening and you want a fun job at least i hope it's still fun but i loved work at the movie theaters i worked there for a while and then it sucks now I don't know. Well, right now it does. Not that many people are going, but it was, it was, a, you know, but I, I really enjoyed it. Anyways, Aliens is a great movie. It is a great movie. They actually liked it. So like I said, that's my geek this week. I forced them to watch and they were happy. Great. Um, all right, let's jump to the main topic. We got two of them like last week. We got Bad Batch and Loki. So we're going to jump right into the Bad Batch in which I thought I've watched it three times now. And I, I, this is a great episode to me. Um, the reunion, it's called reunion. And while the uh, team is kind of in a, uh, still in the, um, scrapper area, the, uh, empire finally sends crosshair to, to kill them. And, you know, craziness ensues. Um, it's a good episode all the way around. 
they get uh, they they fight their friend. They they find interesting ways to get out of what they what they do, and in that particular predicament, um, Crosshair gets hurt. Um, gets burned. Gets burned. I, I'll be curious. We'll we'll, be, we'll we'll dive all into the the nitty gritty of it. But uh, anyways, um, What's with Star Wars burning the bad guys. <laughs> well, you know when you're bad. Um, and then. Fortunately or unfortunately, it's good if you know who the person is, uh, Hunter and Omega, before they get to the to the ship, they notice a bunch of clones that are down, like like they're all dead. And you just see out of the ship comes Cad Bane. And for those that watch Clone Wars, Cad Bane is the baddest, the baddest bounty hunter. There's a great episodes with him against Obi-Wan, which is amazing. Um, and... Uh, Hunter thinks he can take him. It's a, it's a pure old West showdown, even tapping the the fingers on the gun and toothpicks. You know, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, you got Crosshair that has toothpicks in the mouth and you've got Cad Bane that has a toothpick in the mouth. I wonder, they have some Bad Batch toothpicks coming out, some merchandising. There you go. Um, and uh, Hunter gets shot and, they, and, she, and then Cad Bane takes Omega away. I, you know, for me, great episode. I, I still am amazed at how much can happen. If you watch Clone Wars and Rebels and Not Bad Batch, that like 24 minutes and they make it seem like it's 40 minutes worth of material for some reason. They just find a good way to do that. I don't know how, but they always do. Um, I just thought it was well, a great episode. Not always. Sometimes the episodes get a little more eh, long in the tooth. But. This episode was fantastic. I agree with you 100% on that. Uh, this is definitely the high point of the season so far. Yeah, but it's halfway. So we've got, you know, I think there's 14 episodes or 16, something like that. Oh, it is halfway? Well, that makes sense then. But it's, uh, you know, it's good to see Crosshair come back. It, the action was fantastic. Um, though I will say this, I, I, I am getting a little bit annoyed with Tech and his... Uh, Willingness to just ignore things that he doesn't think is important. Right. I mean, Wrecker had the headaches for so long and he's like, eh. Even though we all know, even Tech knows, they all got chips in their head, but he's not worried that right. Wrecker's been having headaches. Right. And then, you know, uh, Crosshair shows up with his team and the proximity alarm is going off. He's like, ah, oh, it's probably a mistake. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> right. It's Crosshair. He's coming to kill you. And Crosshair knows how they fight and, you know, says fake things to get them to move around and, um, you know, knows how they're going to uh, establish the, the the beginning of the fight and, and you know, where they're going to go. And he kind of tricks them into going into a different spot. Um, I really wonder. I mean, I know we've asked this before, but do you think this is... I know we're only halfway through, but do you think the series is going to end with redemption for Crosshair in some way? I don't, you know, I'm I'm very interested to see what happens now that basically he's useless. If he's burnt and can't shoot or something's wrong with his eyes and he can't do what he needs to do as, as, as uh, a sharpshooter, what will the Empire do? Will they kill him? Like when he comes back? Well, like they what will Tarkin do? Looking, they're looking at the uh, clones right now as fodder. They, they want him gone anyway, so. Right, so. And you know that he won't want that to happen. So maybe he'll be rogue too. Who knows? Who knows? Well, that's the I, thing. So even if they try to discard him, his chip's not going to let him betray. Right. Unless they got fried. Who knows? Oh, yeah, true. He, he literally got burnt. So. <laughs> I don't know. But but it's an interesting it, it, it's an interesting thing because, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Darth Vader got redeemed and he killed, you know, hundreds, thousands of people. So... Obviously, um, you could explain part of, you know, the evilness that has uh, been crosshair, the, you know, these, this season. Uh, you could blame the chip on that or blame that on the chip. So, but I'm really curious now if he does not become some kind of tragic figure or if maybe, maybe at the end he has redemption, he helps the team get away. But I, I want to, I'm going to go on record right now. I know we're halfway through the season. I'm going to say that crosshair dies. I'm thinking if this is a one season show, I think they're all going to die. Um, well, yeah, because we don't see him in Rebels ever, so. No. 
but we saw Rex, who was shown up here, and we already knew right. he was going to be in Rebels. Right. And has retroactively become part of Return of the Jedi. Right. Um, could be part of Book of Boba Fett, too. would be interesting. Well, now that's interesting. As an old clone. I, mm. Who knows? Um, but... I you know I, I think it could go really bad if if it uh, if it's a one season show, but I I think I don't know what to do with Crosshair. I don't. I think that the Empire is going to turn and he's going to make a decision there. Um, now there's some people saying the way he was wrapped up that they thought he was going to turn into Dengar, but he is not. Dengar has already been in Clone Wars, so yeah, he's not yeah, Dengar, folks. He, he is not Dengar. But the, the addition of Cad Bane is interesting because in lore, Boba Fett goes against Cad Bane, and that's how that dent on Boba Fett's helmet happens. Cad Bane somehow dents him with that in the oh, helmet. That's cool. Um, so we might have that to look forward to, um, which, you know, you've got Fennec Shen and all these others. So it makes sense that maybe Boba Fett will come in here. And I'm thinking Boba Fett can't be but 16, 17 years old. Yeah, about that. I mean, you know, he first shows up in Clone Wars and he's what, 10, 11, 12? I think, yeah, somewhere around there, right? Let's say 11 or 12. Yeah. And then I don't know the time between Clone Wars and End of Revenge of the Sith. Wasn't it like four years, three, four years? So he could be, yeah, he's, he's 17, 17, 18. He's a young adult. He's not like 30, you know? No, he's definitely a teen, somewhere. Right. Yeah, he's somewhere around 16 to 18. Right. Guessing. So it would be kind of cool if they kind of show a little bit of an origin of Boba Fett and, and Bad Batch leading into this December, the book of Boba Fett. I mean, the fact that the Bad Batch has to do basically mercenary work, we're already seeing a lot of other bounty mm-hmm. hunters and whatnot. Oh, yeah. this Exactly. It fits. Wouldn't it be cool, too, if this always – and this opened the door to like uh, a bounty hunter's – Disney Plus series, like with Solo, like you combined it. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because there's been a lot of talk online about um, uh, Kira, right? Yep. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I forget the actress's name off the top of my head. Oh, now you're going to put Cersei, it. She right? No, she did not play Cersei. She played. Cersei, uh, um, God dang, Mew. Like, you, I, I would know all this stuff, unless, but because you <laughs> asked me. Uh, Anyways, the, the, the uh, Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones woman, yeah, that's seriously, um, Queen of Mother of Dragons or something, whatever mm-hmm. her name was. Yeah, doesn't matter. And, Go anyway. That actress, she's not a bad actress. What are you talking what? about? You said a bad actress, that actress. Oh, that <laughs> actress, not bad. No, that actress apparently has full notes. For what happens next and where she goes. And I know she's appeared in comics and is now a crime lord of her own in some regards. Right. They show, should totally do a Smugglers and Bounty Hunters show. They should Amelia they Clark. Should Amelia, Amelia Clark. That's her name. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you Provagen. Uh, Khaleesi, right? Uh, D- Daenerys. Targaryen. Well, they called her. She was Khaleesi's like queen. Gotcha. I never watched the show, so that's pretty good for not watching the show. So the point is, Amelia Clark, she already has these full notes like, like on this character. Bring her back, man. Take those notes. Make Solo, continue Solo, but move it into a show. Let's get a Lando show or let's get a Smugglers and... Let's and, get a uh, Greedo show. I want a Greedo show. Nobody wants that. Yes, everybody wants that. He's a bounty you hunter, You love too. Greedo, yes. Nobody wants a Greedo show. Hell yeah, they do. Greedo's the but best. The guy shows up for 30 seconds and gets shot originally. Nobody wants that. Oh, you have a great backstory. <laughs> Even my friends at Force Center say they want to have a backstory. So don't say nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> but I would love that. Bad Batch, if you saw Greedo come in, that would be fucking great. No, I'm one whatever, the, whatever. Nobody, Greedo is not that great. He is awesome. <laughs> I mean, I I love that you love him. Hashtag the Greedo cut. Let it go, <laughs> Greedo cut? What does that mean? <laughs> I want a Greedo movie. I want a Greedo movie. I want some Greedo action. <laughs> what? <laughs>
<laughs> the point is, bring back Solo and and do like a smugglers slash bounty hunters, you know, underworld type people. Let's see a little bit more of that. And bring in Greedo, fine. But let's also bring in, you know, young Boba Fett. Let's bring in Cad Bane. Let's see a live action Cad Bane, right? Yeah. Do a show like that. I'd be into it. <laughs> I realize that's a tangent. But. Well, it's a good tangent. It would be fun. It would be, it would be fun to see. Well, just expand the universe. Like, I think the Bad Batch has the ability to expand stories just like um, Mandalorian did and Book of Boba Fett's going to. And I do think that you might see some beginning origins because Boba Fett was in the Clone Wars as yeah. a kid. Right. So I think it only makes sense that we see something. I, I, I it, That will be the big character reveal, I think, of this whole thing is Boba Fett. You would think we would see Vader. I don't know if that's going to happen or an inquisitor or something as it goes further on. Well, there's no one else force sensitive unless we find out what Omega is. Well, it doesn't matter if they keep getting away, they're going to want better people to take care of it. But how, how critical is it? I mean, they're just, I know they're not critical to the empire. They're not really rebelling against the empire. They're just out there making their own money, doing things. They're not like, I think the empire sees them as rejects. So I don't think they, the empire is going to put a whole lot of resources. No, but you haven't seen the last of Saw Gerrera in this either. He was at the first step. True, true. And so I think eventually they're going to go team up with him with, with, well, that's where Rex is probably at, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, we shall see. Anyways, I, I thought it was a great episode. Um, there's uh, the animators of this show is uh, the animation's so good. It's so good. Um, this is one of the better ones. Like even there's a there's a pause that when Omega realizes she's going to get shot, uh, she just looks at Cad Bane. It's just a there's just they just take the time to do things. They really treat it like as if it were live action and not animation, and that's what I like about it. I agree. It's very good. So looking forward to. Uh, Tomorrow morning, before we leave for up north, to watch Bad Batch before I go, before I go for the week. So, all right, let's move on to anything else you guys say about Bad Batch, Michael, before we move to Loki? No, just agreeing with you. Uh, for me, like I said, it was the high point of the season so far. So, yeah, excellent episode. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. All right, on to Loki season one, episode three. Uh, I don't know. I forgot the name of the episode. I have to look it up. Uh, Lamentus. That's what Lamentus, it is. Named after Lamentus one. The planet. Yeah, after the planet. Um, all I can say is this is a tremendous, tremendous ode to Doctor Who. It was a Doctor Who episode all the way. Um, you never watched Doctor Who, have you? Uh, the old stuff on that was on PBS I did. Um, well, it's cool. You got the people jumping time, their partners. It's usually right. Like the, it was very, very much like a doctor who episode. If you've watched all, if you've watched all the doctor who's that were been rebooted, it feels like they're on a planet that's going to be destroyed. It's, you know, everything's coming to an end. Um, I don't think this was the strongest episode of the three. Um, it's basically, some will call it filler. I think it's more get to know the other character, uh, in a way you can, you, you know, um, do in a, in a, a, I guess a filler episode. And I, I don't mean it to be negative. I just think that, that, that nothing really of consequence happened in this yet in this particular episode, it was uh jumping around. We we've learned a few things. Like we believe if, if, if you believe what uh, lady Loki says or whatever, Sylvie, um, if you believe that she says that uh, the TVA is compromised of variants, then that could be something interesting. Um, as you say, yeah, we have learned a bit. Well, no, no, we 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 heard a story. We don't know if it's right. true. You make a good point. It's it's impossible to trust a Loki. Right. We I learned, understand. which I you know I, I know it's made its rounds as a, as a giant big deal to me. It's just life um, that Loki is non-binary. You know, mm-hmm. which I thought he always was. Anyways, it, was, it wasn't a. Just, I guess it's been said out loud and now everybody's, you know, either loving it or hating it or whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. It's inconsequential, but it's part of his character. Um, 
but Loki, I think, was always that, even in fables or whatever, right. um, in lore. Uh, um, anyways, uh, we learned that when, and there's some good conversation, but I, you know, um, I, I don't know if it was the best of the three, put it that way. See, I thought it was the best of the three. <laughs> Why? Uh, cause we learned a lot. I mean, okay. First off, I mean, you might hear a crinkling of paper. I actually took notes this time. I, I guess I'm just saying that like, you know, his conversations with Owen Wilson were much better than his conversations with her. Maybe. And, and this was a conversation episode. It wasn't really. I know, but so I don't know. I just liked it. Um, we do learn a bit about the characters here. First off, we learn. I said that. Yeah. But, yeah, it, I know, but, but, but it, it was a character development episode. Not that's a, okay that it slows down every once in a while. I mean, this is mm-hmm. the halfway point. Yep. And we're kind of trying to get an establishment of, okay, what's going to happen with the rest of the show. This is halfway. So, well, for one before, thing, you, before you go into your notes, it didn't establish what's going to happen for the rest of the show. And it didn't have a uh, pivotal moment. That that's what I mean. This it, it this isn't a well, typical. And, and it's kind of like hanger. we just saw we just saw the Bad Batch. It was a half halfway through the show, and everything went to hell. They lost Omega. One guy got shot. Another guy's hurt. Like everything's bad. That's not what happened here. Now everything could go to hell. Like they they lost the the what do you call that little pad, tablet thing to to get it to open yeah. up doorways. They lost power or whatever, and it's broken. And then looks like looks like it's gonna blow up. You know, it's not because it's halfway through the show. So that's kind of a dumb way to end it. I disagree. Okay. So number one. Okay. First off, I I like that uh, there was so much supposition before the show came out as to where they're going to end up on Vormir because of the purple skies. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the case. I think this is pretty clear. Well, we already know this planet's called Lamentus One. So, I really don't think we're going to end up seeing Vormir. I mean, we did not exactly see this the scene we saw. We have not seen the scene we saw <laughs> in the trailers. But I think that was everyone, you know, just like we've done with the last two shows with Falcon and with Wanda. Everyone's coming up with ideas and trying to see where we're going based on what we've seen. I don't think we're going to see Vormir after all. Will the uh, Infinity Stones uh, play play or factor in at all anymore? I honestly don't know. The fact that they made them uh, paperweights in the first episode, that's funny. But right. uh, so this is definitely not Vormir, and I don't know if we're actually going to see Vormir. The other thing that I liked about this is that um, I think it's clear that Lady Loki is not Lady Loki. They're right. pretty... Almost heavy-handed on that. So, well, I think they're for those that know about the Enchantress. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, because it's pretty clear for those that are watching the show that come from the Marvel Cinematic Universe only. They don't still don't know. Well, okay. So last week, on last week's episode, it ended in you know the eagle-eyed, uh, you know, uh, Easter egg people noticed that in the. Uh, was it the Castilian translation or whatever that her character was that the woman that played Lady Loki played Sylvie. They noticed mm-hmm. that last week. Right. In the credits. Now, obviously she comes out and cre- flat out says, I go by Sylvie. Now. I'm, I'm Sylvie. So right. that's a clue. She's the enchantress, enchantress as well. But also um, there's a whole scene where they're in that shelter and she grabs him and is trying to enchant him. And he literally says, are you trying to enchant me? Right. And it was, you know, so on the nose, right? Right. And then later when they're trying to get on the train, he's like, enchant a guard. So right, right. she's Sylvie. They keep dropping enchant. It's it's pretty obvious. It's, she's yeah, it, the enchantress. It, it's, you're basically told this episode, which is not a. Yeah. We're hit over the head. Um, But what I, what I like about this episode is, I mean, we've seen the rigid structure of the TVA, the first two episodes. Right. You know, it's the divine timeline. And here we are through purely chaotic means. They end up on this planet they shouldn't have. 
And then it's just indicative of who they both are being low-key, low, how do you say that? Low-key, low-key, whatever. There's two of them, Sylvie and Loki. <laughs> and it's just really indicative of the characters because Loki is the god of mischief, right? And right. it's chaos. This whole episode is chaos. And that's what I liked about it because it was almost like we're learning about them, but it's also completely them in that, you know, they both admit that they're hedonists and hedonists are completely uh, pulled along by their libido. So that can lead to super chaotic things happening. And it's funny that she tries to be a little bit more structured about it, whereas uh, our variant Loki is not. I mean, here they are on this train. He's getting shit-faced, having a great time. Right. You know? So I, I guess maybe that's why I liked it, because I love the character of Loki, and this whole episode was just complete chaos. And then even the way it ended, you know, they're trying to get to the Ark, and their plan is, and they're so selfish, and that ties in their hedonism as well, their plan is to draw power from a massive arc to power up their, you know, interdimensional time device, whatever it's called, and basically destroy an entire civilization just so they can get away. That's how selfish and hedonistic they are. Right, right. I, now, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's a bad episode. I don't think it's right. the best of the series so far. Well, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe, in, like I said, that's just my opinion, and obviously you have your opinion. I think I just relished this episode a bit because it was so Loki. And then, like I said, so they, and then the way it ends on a cliffhanger where obviously a meteorite blows up the arc and they're like, we're fucked. What are we going to do now? It's just complete chaos. And well, I they'll, like, they'll, I like be, they'll be they'll be taken by um, Mobius. That's what will happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not going to die off. I mean, right. I'm so, so it's like, that, that's why it's not a cliffhanger. Like, don't they shouldn't even what they should have done is have a door open and then be grabbed. That's your cliffhanger. Who grabbed them? Not like, you know, having them there. That's not a cliffhanger. If they all die right there, then why have the series? Like, it's just stupid. So don't well, see, don't stop it there. It is, a, it is a cliffhanger because yeah, we not. know they're going to get out of it, but we don't know how they're going to get out of it. It's a cliffhanger. It doesn't matter how they get out of it in terms of it, it, it'll. It was the shortest episode for a reason. It was it was to establish that other character as the enchantress. That was the reason. And get to know a little bit more about Loki. And it was fun. It was a fun ride. It was a Doctor Who ride. Um, so, I mean, it, it's a good episode. It's just, I didn't see much story more. There was no more to the story. We learned possibly some things, unless the person's lying. Um, yeah, but it's know. okay to slow down once in a while and get some I'm not, I'm totally fine. Totally fine with slowing down. I'm, not, I'm just saying that even in the slowdown, I wasn't... Um, it wasn't that ecstatic. Like there were some slowdowns to Mandalorian that I think did better than this. But it was a good episode. It wasn't, you know, just wasn't the best of the three. So far. I disagree. I, th- I thought it was. The best. You thought it was the best episode so far. Well, there's th- there's three more to go, but this Not one, that, I guess, but... I, I, I guess, the re- I yeah, for me, I while they're not the best, I enjoyed it the most because it was just Loki reveling in his Lokiness. Got it. That's probably why I liked it so much. Got it. So whether or not it's the best, I don't know. But for me, I enjoyed it the most. So of the three series so far, which one is your favorite going so so far? For sure? Really? I think think I had more fun with WandaVision. I didn't expect to have. Maybe because it had lower expectations. Um, That doesn't say I don't. I, I like them all. It uh, doesn't say that I don't like Loki. I think Loki will probably end it better, or not better, but end in a in a spot that's maybe more tied to um, the the Marvel universe. But uh, I'm having fun. But I think I just because I had not the biggest expectations for for Wandavision. I think right now, I think it's still very entertaining. It was a very good show. Um. Well, obviously, the show's not done. Right. But. My guess is, I mean, right now, if it continues on this trajectory, I think Loki's going to be my favorite of the three shows we've seen. Yeah. Um, 
don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed WandaVision, and it was paced perfectly. You know, having that fourth episode be the one where they broke the fourth wall, which, yep. you know, funny there. But it was important because if they had kept doing what they did those first three episodes, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Right. So it was perfect. They get you just enough where you're frustrated to then say, okay, let's let you in on the joke. Right. So and they were shorter episodes too. So yeah, but I, I enjoyed WandaVision very much, but I, I guess I'm just reveling in this whole new aspect of the Marvel universe. The fact that you find out there's this all powerful, uh, timekeepers that, Fuck, fuck the time, you know, or fuck the right. uh, Infinity Stones and Thanos. These guys are way more powerful. So as we have three, as we'll wind this down a little bit, but as we've had almost, we have two and a half series completed from Marvel, do you have more or less faith in the coming up shows of like Moon Knight and She-Hulk? And is it a Hawkeye? Does he have his own show? Yep, Hawkeye's coming. Yep. Is it called Hawkeye? Yep. Um, I mean, what do you think? Uh Marvel at this point can do no wrong. Doesn't matter the genre, doesn't matter the format at this point. The the real test now is how good what if turns out to be. Because that's they're going to be doing something different in that it's animated, but they're bringing in the original voice actors. And even though they're not canon, as far as the two universes go, Marvel's got TV and movies locked down. But the Marvel animation side has always been weaker than DC's animation side, mm-hmm. right? DC does some really good work with these straight-to-video animated movies. And they're really good. Right. Some of them are. No. Some of them. If, you know, comparing their full repertoire against Marvel's, I'd give DC the nod. Right. So, yeah, I, at this point, I don't think Marvel, Marvel seems to be knocking it out of the park. I should say Marvel Studios, because don't get me wrong, I liked some of the Netflix shows, but yeah, we're I think not going we down watched the, Not going down that hole again, you haven't watched them, so. Well, yeah, I haven't watched them all, so I'm not going to say that these are necessarily better, because I still haven't watched them all, but I did watch some, I did watch the whole first season of Runaways on. Ugh. Picked the wrong one. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, I watched a couple seasons of Ancients of Shield, and I uh, you picked the second wrong one. What I'm saying is, I like the Netflix shows. There's no question; those were good. I haven't finished them. No, I need to. I still need to do that. But the fact that these are under the umbrella of Marvel Studios, there's so much more connective tissue to the movies and going forward as to what's to come. It's it's really hard for Marvel to lose at this point. Right. That's my point. You? I agree. I think I look forward to the new I think it's the new series will be great when they come out. I have, you know, everything's been really good so far. Um hopefully Loki ends and really gives us into the uh, multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange and sets up probably the next phase of whatever Marvel's going to be. So super good with that. Um that's a good place to end this episode um unless you have anything more to say about loki michael no okay want to make sure i hit everything everything in your notes yes okay let me let me crinkle my paper in front of the mic a bit more yeah it makes you look more important you should uh, try to move my glasses because i need bifocals so i can actually read my notes and (laughs) oh yeah I just want, I know you touched on it just a little bit, but I do think it's important and very interesting this revelation that every single person in the TVA is a variant. It's possible. Right. I don't think she lied about that. She may have, who knows, but I, I, that rings true. It feels right. And it makes sense to me. So, well, I mean, why else would they let, you know, variant Loki come work with them unless, because she makes it sound like it's so, the judge makes it sound like it's so beyond the norm. Why would they ever even risk that if they're in charge of keeping the secret timeline? Unless keeping variance was the norm. We'll see. So. We shall see. All right. That'll do it. Um, if it's your first time listening to our little podcast, thank you so much. If you've come back, 
that's even a bigger thanks. Uh, do us a favor, please share it with your friends. That's the best way to get any help to our podcast. Uh, share it through Apple, Spotify, all the good ones, um, podcatchers out there. Leave a review if you can. That also helps out the uh, episode or the podcast. Um, if you want to uh, maybe buy a cool T-shirt or a coffee mug or something like that, check out uh, kybercast.com slash shop, and you can uh, look at some cool gear there. Uh, Michael will tell you all about our social media channels, and you can get in touch and tell us how dumb we are. Michael? <laughs> how dumb we are? <laughs> well, you can always find us on Twitter and, and on Instagram at kybercast. You can also find us on Facebook at the kybercast. We have both a page and a group. If you respond to any of those places, uh, we will respond probably within an hour. Well, somebody will, not me. <laughs> usually me. Joe, yeah. you respond sometimes. but well, sometimes. Usually I'll respond. I actually quickly. work during the week, and Michael somehow has time to do all this stuff. Yes, the creative doesn't have time to respond to. No, <laughs> I'm working, creating. Yeah, I'm working. Uh-huh. But I'm also obsessive. Right. <laughs> cool that'll do it this week uh check us out next week when we'll probably be talking about the same two shows so until then (laughs) this is the way i have spoken what a piece of junk boring conversation anyway